And basically how Carl describes the shadow self is it um, consisting of those parts of ourselves that we choose to repress or hide that we don't like. Welcome to the You Relationship, a podcast all about relationships, covering topics like dating, divorce, sex, parenting, but most importantly, it's about your relationship with yourself. I'm Maria Jeswin. I'm a women's heart guide and also the host of this show. And I help women connect to the truths of their hearts and create lives that light them up. So before I get started on today's episode, I want to share with you about a guide that I created that I feel really passionate about. I've definitely talked about it on this episode, or sorry, on this podcast before, and it's called the Take Yourself on a Hot Date Guide. And basically what inspired me to create this guide was really taking myself on dates and putting in the effort to pamper myself, to love on myself, to give myself all the things that I've typically wanted from partners and seeing how rewarding of an experience it has been. So after doing this several times, I thought, you know what, this would be an amazing guide to create for other women to help them do this for themselves. Cause sometimes it takes, <laughs> it takes a guide to actually get you to do it. Um, but I wanted to make sure that I created one that was really meaningful. So it's not just, you know, check these boxes off when it comes to planning a date with yourself. It's about how to, and it guides you how to do it from a very deep and connected space with yourself. So there's different prompt questions and reflection activities. There's a variety of exercises that is included as well. Um, I also have a video in there that I recorded about um, bringing pleasure into your date and also bringing pleasure into um, really any experience that you have. And then as a bonus, um, I ended up sharing this guide that I was planning on creating with Izzy, which is a um, sex positive online sex shop, and they wanted to get involved. So I asked them to create a self-pleasure, sexual self-pleasure guide, and they agreed to do that and have included it as a bonus. So for 20 bucks, you get it's 30 plus pages of a workbook, plus the video, plus the bonus guide, and Anybody that has used this guide and done this for themselves comes back with such positive feedback and it's really incredible to see women just lighting up over something that they were able to provide themselves, but typically would have waited for somebody else to do it for them. Um, so yeah, if you want to get the guide or learn more about it, you can do that on my website, mariajuswin.com forward slash hot date. So for today's episode, as you may know, I have been, I have recently moved across the country to a small mountain town and I've been here about six weeks now. 
and have yet to, um, to have found a place to live. So I've been renting places all very short term and I was hoping that I would find something for November because I've been looking since June and it hasn't happened yet. For whatever reason, the the universe has some different plans for me and it's really requiring me to trust, to trust in the unknown and know that I will be taken care of and okay, even though it might not look the way that I want it to in this moment. You know, I'm absolutely in love with the town. This feels like home but I just don't have those four walls where I can fully unpack and ground into. So I'm being challenged to really do that in other ways. So going through a challenging experience like this in which I'm being tested and, you know, not having a ton of security, um, my shadow has come out quite a bit. So today's episode, (laughs) five minutes into this, um, I'm telling you what the podcast episode is about, but yeah, it's about the shadow self. And I'm not sure if you are familiar with the shadow self, what that is, who that is. Um, So I'm going to share with you a definition by the Swiss psychiatrist, Carl, Carl Jung. And basically how Carl describes the shadow self is it um, consisting of those parts of ourselves that we choose to repress or hide that we don't like. And we do that by pushing them down into our unconsciousness during childhood. So we all have our shadow selves. Um, We all do. It, It comes with being a human and usually it's born of some kind of you know experience we had in childhood maybe something traumatic um some unprocessed emotions and feelings and experiences that we kind of just shove down into our unconscious i tend to think of them as the ugly parts of ourselves, um, the parts of ourselves that may judge others, the parts of ourselves that make ourselves into victims, that finger point. And why it's called our shadow is because much of the time we're not aware of it. We're actually not aware that it's running the show or creating our behaviors. And the best way to really acknowledge or take notice of what your shadow is, is noticing what you are projecting onto others. So what are the things that other people do that drive you nuts? that you have a lot of judgment around, that you can't seem to understand or comprehend why they would do that. And underneath that is your own shadow and the parts of yourself that you don't want to look at 
or that you just aren't aware of. It's not even that you don't want to look at it. It's just that you're not aware of it. So I've learned this, that anytime I'm judging someone else, I'm actually judging myself, that there is something in them that is triggering something about myself that I have denied or that I have shame around. Um, so typically when we're in our shadow selves, it's kind of like I, the way I think of it is like the angel and the devil on your shoulder, right? The angel tells you to be loving, to be sweet, to be compassionate, to help, blah, blah, blah. The devil tells you you're in competition. Look at how crummy this situation is or this person is. Um, do the thing that you know is, in quotation marks, bad. And that's kind of how I think of the, the shadow self playing a role. It's kind of like the devil on your shoulder that is there encouraging you to do things that are not actually in alignment with like your, your highest and your, and best. Like I would think of somebody, say somebody cuts you off and you're pissed at them and you say something really offensive or say you, oh my gosh, there's so many different examples. You get drunk and then you maybe give a little bit too much attention or let things go a little too far with someone from the opposite sex because it you know it's bad, but it feels good in that moment. Um, or, you know, you pick up a gossip magazine and think to yourself or say out loud, like, ew, I can't believe they would wear that or ew, look at their uh, cellulite or whatever it might be. Each and every one of us have our shadows and they show up in different ways. It's not like it will always be one way for you. It could be um, a multitude of ways. And once you're aware of it, you can't become unaware unless you're like under the influence or something like that and you're not of right mind. Um, it's there and it's not, it doesn't feel good to see that side of yourself come up. So while I've been here, I've had, you know, I've been tested in many different ways and there have been many times where I'm just fully in my shadow. It's almost like when I'm fully in my shadow, the world is just a darker place. Um, it doesn't actually matter if it's dark outside. I'm just saying this as I look outside on the sunny day, like it really doesn't matter. It's if I'm in my shadow, there's, a negative tone to everything. It's almost like, you know, I'm wearing, instead of wearing rose colored glasses, I'm wearing, I don't know, red colored glasses or black colored glasses or whatever. Um, so there's basically this lens that I'm, that I have on that's making everything seem worse than it is and everything requiring way more energy than it actually does. And everything being challenging versus enjoyable and sometimes when I'm in it, it, it feels like the truth, you know, it feels like, hmm, 
that this is life, that life is shit. (laughs) That life is shit, that poor me, that everybody hates me. I hate myself in those moments. I feel hopeless. Um, Going to the grocery store feels like so painful, so infuriating. Um, You know, like having to find a parking spot is so frustrating. Having to go be social brings up all of my insecurities and I don't want to do it and I want to run away and I want to hide. So it shows up in so many different ways. And then I notice myself like judging more, being harsher with my thoughts, being harsher with my words, with others, um, having a tough time just even like expressing my love wholeheartedly. It's like, I almost think of it for myself specifically. And I'm, and I'm sharing this just to give you guys examples. It's almost like this, there's this like layer of like numbing or like a wall has gone up between me and my heart. And I don't feel my heart as much when I'm in my shadow self, which is really sad. Um, and yeah, it's not a pleasant space to be in. So in the work that I've done with myself, like I'm, I'm a lot more aware that this is happening. So I try not to make decisions when I'm in that space because I know my decisions will be skewed. So typically when we're in our shadow self, because it was born of something that was unpleasant, a lot of what our shadow self is like, um, it was created to keep us safe in some way right and that's kind of like the ego's job but yeah so when it comes up for us and we're trying to make a decision about something then often we will not make the right decision because it is being skewed in some way it's either being made it's typically underneath everything it's being made out of fear um so for example say um and I had this, this come up for me before. So say, you know, you have like a friend of yours or an acquaintance of yours that does very similar work to you, let's say, and she's working out of a space, a yoga studio, so you're a yoga instructor and she's a yoga instructor and she's working out of this like yoga space and you're like, Oh, that'd be really cool. I'd love to, to teach yoga there too. Um, or sorry, you're teaching in a yoga space. She comes to you and says, hey, you know, I think it would be really cool if um, if I could also teach yoga at this studio and your mind goes to, fuck no, I don't want her there. That's more competition. What if, you know, like she's just going to take clients away. That's going to be another class that's scheduled and people are, could potentially go to her unless people will go to my class right? That would be your shadow. (laughs) Your shadow is trying to defend itself and keep you safe, keep you safe in the sense of getting more business, getting more money, getting more people in your yoga class, not being in competition. Even I seeing competition is when you're in your shadow. So when you are noticing someone being a, a threat to you in some way, um, that is you being in your shadow. Not if like, obviously if someone is 
obviously being a physical threat to you talking about like an emotional threat in some form. Um, so when you are not in your shadow, you know, if, if a friend wants to teach at the same yoga studio as you and you're operating from a space of love, you're like, yes, come to this studio. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Let me show you around. We can grow together. <laughs> Very different. Um, you know, and I've been on the receiving end of that. I've been on the giving end of that. Um, it doesn't feel good. And you kind of know you're operating in your shadow based on how you feel when you make that decision. Does it make you feel good and light or does it make you feel heavy and gross and like insecure and threatened in some ways? So these shadow selves of ours are very tricky, can be very tricky because like a lot of the actions that we take um, and decisions that we make are made on, you know, instant or on a whim or whatever. And we're not necessarily thinking them through fully. It's not even that I encourage people to think things through I'm more in, uh, in the, I prefer feel things through and see how they feel versus what your brain is going to tell you. But sometimes, you know, you're not able to reflect on every single decision that you're making because life happens pretty quickly. And, um, so yeah, so this, these shadow selves of our, of ours come up and it's really important for us to make friends with our shadows because they were born of pain. They were born of fear and being able to offer ourselves compassion for our shadow selves so much more helpful than throwing shame on it because putting shame on it or judgment on it is just going to create more shadow. <laughs> it's like you're just adding shadow to the shadow. Um, so being able to recognize that, okay, well, I became judgmental because I didn't feel safe as a child. So I felt like I needed to judge situations to figure out my place in them. And I would have people hurt me as a child. So I would need to identify like who could potentially hurt me. And of course, that's not necessarily physical hurt. Like that's emotional hurt and um, psychological pain and, and things like that. So like that poor child, all of our poor children, like our inner ch children, I should say, went through difficult experiences and, and created these shadows that just got formed in, in our unconsciousness. So recognizing when your shadow is at play is really beneficial and helpful. I always say with everything, it starts off with the awareness, you know, um, start off just, just noticing when you're making choices, you know, what book you're going to read, what show you're going to watch, um, how you react to something in the news, how you respond to something someone says to you or does or does to someone you love. Like, what are the things that come up for you in that moment? How do you react? 
What are your like natural inclinations in terms of behavior? Pay attention to that and reflect on it because that'll give you a really good indication of your shadow versus your light. And do so without judgment, just more so from a curiosity standpoint. Look at it, ask yourself the question like, okay, was that my shadow self? Was that my light self that that made that choice? I actually think of them as like our shadow selves and our authentic selves. Um, Because I feel like our authentic selves are loving and kind and compassionate and our shadow selves were born of our ego and they were something that we created to survive so you can ask yourself is this really me making this or choosing this or is it my pain is it my childhood wounding if you can do that ooh. That awareness will be massive in your life because you are no, then you are no longer a victim to your unconscious thoughts and behaviors. You are now conscious so you can choose differently and you can make choices and decisions that are in alignment with your authentic self and your truth that will bring you more joy, that won't get you you know, back in these like patterns that just keep causing you more pain and more frustration and more stress. So that awareness piece is really, really big. And then once you have that awareness and you notice that your shadow is coming up, well, A, you can choose to act differently, like not act based on what your shadow is telling you to do. Give yourself space to be with whatever you're experiencing. Like you can journal about it. You can vent about it. You can reflect on it, but not necessarily taking action um, or making decisions around it. And then asking yourself even further, like, like why? Like, why do I feel like this person is a threat? And what does this say about me? And and where do I have more healing to do? And where are there similarities to this in my childhood? You know, when's, when's the first time I felt like I needed to judge someone or experience judgment to myself? Or, you know, if you're going further under the judgment, when's the first time I really just didn't like myself or felt disliked by others. So there's so much reflection that you can do about it. And there's a lot of wisdom that comes of it and having the awareness, you can actually see what needs to be healed. And that healing is crucial. It's so freaking crucial. (laughs) We, I, I, I can't even imagine going through a life without, if I hadn't done the healing work that I've done, oh my goodness, I was a very, very different person, very cold, very judgmental, huge walls, huge, huge, huge. And yeah, there's still parts of me. There's still a shadow side of me that is like that, but she's not running the show anymore. And my life has 
changed exponentially since I've become aware of my shadow and I can live more fully now because I'm not living out of fear, um, which is really freaking awesome (laughs) and powerful. So I hope that all made sense to you regarding your shadow, your shadow self. There is so much information about your shadow self um, available online. Definitely check out Carl Jung. That's C-A-R-L-J-U-N-G. He's a very, very wise, wise soul. I'm not sure that he's actually alive anymore. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, you can dive deeper into this and and familiarize yourself with it. And I'm just going to end this episode with saying, be compassionate and loving with yourself and your shadow, more compassion, more love. That's ultimately what we all need. So be able to, or work on, or find ways to offer that to yourself. Especially when you are working with and looking at your shadow. So thank you for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe to the episode or leave a review. I absolutely love reading your reviews and ratings. Um, share the episode if you think it could help somebody in your life and yeah some exciting things happening um, with the podcast next week we're going to be kicking off a new series called the self-exploration series and that's with my friend Susanna B um and she is a writer and a sensuality sens- sensuality enthusiast and a childhood friend as well. So we're going to be going on, uh, going on. Uh, we're going to be talking about a variety of different topics, which if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have the opportunity to vote on. Um, and yeah, we'll be launching the first episode next week. Yay. Uh, So stay tuned for that. And again, if you want to take yourself on a hot date and give yourself a loving, connected experience, then pick up my hot date guide at mariajeswin.com forward slash hot date. And if you're looking for me on Instagram or Facebook, you can do that at mariajeswin.com. Thank you again for listening and talk to you soon.